Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It is the result of millions of years of, of water seeping in and evaporating, creating these crystals. Yep. And then somebody can just stumble, or you could just walk right by it and you don't even see it. It's just this little rock. It's like, please crack me open. <laughs> Hey, science pals, and welcome back to The Random Theory. I'm Grace. And I'm Josh. And together, we discuss science-y things. That's what yeah, we do here. That is, well, that is what we do. How you been? How you been? You know, been good. The banded fork fest that happened How was it? Recently. How was the fork fest? You know, the year before was fun, but it was so hot, like, we almost died playing. Like, it was literally... Yeah. We limped off stage because we played right when it was the hot. It was like 5.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. And the stage is facing the sun. And so nice. we literally, yeah, like we limped off stage and we're all lightheaded and collapsed on the grass behind. But this year it was much more reasonable. And Good. so it was a lot more enjoyable. And it was just like a great day, like just... To hang out and and meet mm-hmm. and just you know talk to other friends that are in the music scene or whatever. Yeah, it was a fun day. It was really fun. We love Fork Fest. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, you know, just hanging out, doing a lot of stuff, keeping busy. What about you? What's what you I got? I like it. I don't even know what I got going on. We were talking off camera before, like we joined in on this. I was just saying how like. You know, I just feel like I'm coasting right now, and that's okay. Yeah, I feel like you just have to eventually, occasionally you just go through those times, you know, where you're just kind of just just going along. Yeah, I've got like nothing super crazy or exciting to report, and I'm just like coasting, (laughs) (laughs) figuring it out. And also, it's probably, I feel like you're probably still just like coming down from the crazy month you had last month where you were traveling nonstop. Nonstop. Uh, <laughs> yep. So I yeah. feel like I'm I don't know. I just like haven't slept well this past week. Um, so it's definitely been one of those things that like that's catching up to me. And so I don't know. I just need a good night's sleep. That's all I want. <laughs> that's what like I would say a good like ninety percent of the population just needs a good night's sleep. <laughs> yeah, I just wanna like sleep and wake up and just like feel refreshed. I don't know. That would be that's my dream. At that's this the point. dream. That is the dream. I feel like that's yeah. been my dream for the last like five years. Yeah. I don't know. I just wake <laughs> up just unrested. I don't know what yeah. it is. Um, yeah. But I just feel like I wake up and I just feel like I wrestled myself all night. Oh, I just thought of a an interesting update. So I, this last week when we're recording this, helped our boss, Janae, move out of the T-Core, like officially fully move out of the T-Core house for anyone that's crazy. Knows we, and, and so that was our set was in there where we did the podcast um, with the grass wall. And so we, it, we are fully out. I believe the person that bought the house, they closed on it on Tuesday. We're recording this on a Friday. 
and it's wow. supposed to come supposed to come out on a Monday. This is a really tight uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was weird. Um, they moved out. They managed to get Grant's workbench out of the basement. <gasps> did they really? They did. I think they had to like break down the door. The we had there was like oh my two gosh, yeah. uh, glass doors. And I think they like ripped them out of the the wall and then had to put them back or something. Oh my gosh! Yeah, but we couldn't leave it there. It had couldn't, to come with. Yeah, couldn't just leave it there. So no, 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 no. But I did meet the new owner of the house. He's a very nice guy. Oh, cool. So that's good. Yeah, that is good. Oh, if those walls could talk in that house, <laughs> they got a lot to say. A got lot a lot to of say. stories. They got yeah. a lot of stories. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Shoo, and on that note, uh, let's hop into some ratings and reviews, shall we? I think we shall. What do you got on the Apple Pod? I have got one from Apple Pod. They said, hi, and it's from OG T-Core. Now that is a name. Yeah, OG T-Core. You probably just appreciated the story I told about Grant's Wordbench. Yeah, I'm sure. They're going to love this. They said, hello, my name is Jonas, and I am responding to the sewer pod. Ah, I love that. Okay. Uh, they said, my uncle is the manager at a poop water treatment plant. Okay. The poop, <laughs> the poop Ooh, water. The poop water. The poop water. I have visited the plant and let's just say it did not smell very good. No. <laughs> Does not smell good you know, at all. Not surprising at all. Yeah. Uh, and then they also have a joke for Josh. Okay. Here we That's go. That's how you know they're OGT core. That's when they true. drop a joke in here. Yeah. Uh, what did the horse say as it fell over? What? Help, I can't giddy up. <laughs> giddy up. I can't giddy up. <laughs> giddy up, partner. That was awesome. Uh, uh, and then good. OGT Core said, this pod is amazing. Jonas, uh, great joke. Thank you for letting us know about your, was it the uncle? Yes, their uncle. Their uncle. That's super cool. I, I really love when we catch... Like either a rating and review or an email that's like responding from. So do I, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like I like this one that it's at least current. Like some of them we've seen it like four months later, and it's like oh, maybe. Which we're sorry. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Um, But at least this one, it's like we just put out that podcast this week, so that's really current. (laughs) Thank you for the rating and review, Jonas. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We just Grace was saying she hadn't looked at Apple Podcasts too recently and yeah. was surprised by how many amazing reviews we have there. So thank you so much to everyone. Yeah, keep dropping your pod ideas in there too and mm-hmm. your rating and reviews. It means the world to us. We're using every single one of those pod ideas, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's it's happening. Um I've got an email from our email, randomtheorypod at gmail.com. What's it say? This is actually the topic for this week. Mm. I know, right? So this comes from the first suiting idiot, which I believe has written in a few times. <laughs> but we're all about that, you know? It's, I love it. It doesn't just have to be a one-time thing. We can have a conversation here, people. Yeah, keep writing <laughs> in. Keep writing in. So they say, hello, hello, OGRT. Uh, they put insert beaker emoji. I assume they couldn't find, <laughs> couldn't find the beaker <laughs> emoji. Um, been here from the start. Thank you so much for that. Um, yes, you are OGRT. They said, I bring a podcast suggestion and a cookie. And they found the cookie emoji. I love that they know us so well that they knew to bring us a cookie. 
you can't come at us <laughs> with like a dense science topic without first offering a cookie. Yeah. Uh, yes, please offer me a cookie and I'm way more willing to yeah. listen. <laughs> uh, here's the suggestion. How do geodes and other interesting rock slash crystals form? Hmm. Then they go on with a joke. Knock, knock. Who's there? Boo. Boo hoo. No need to cry. It's just me. <laughs> and then there's like a an emoji thing that looks like somebody giving finger guns. I don't know. It's like side eye. It's like yeah, side it's eye. Like, like, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's nice. That's fun. That's fun. Uh, and then they closed it with saying, thank you for making this podcast. My brother and I love listening to it while we do our homework. It makes it way less boring. Peace. Aw. That's great. That was a great email. The first that suiting was so idiot. Good. <laughs> I'm so glad that your brother and uh, you and your brother love listening to it while doing homework, which is interesting. I don't know if that's like distracting or anything, but I would be very distracted. By me. By yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're so distracting. But thanks for the email. I'm glad you put us on when you're doing homework. That's awesome. Yeah. And thank you for the cookie. If you're if you're a T-Core watcher, uh, there's a video coming out soon that does have cookies in it. So... Be on the lookout. Does it really? Does it really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, the plate tectonics video. There's some cookies in that? There's some cookies. I'm so excited. All right. Geodes and rocks and crystals. Geodes, rocks, crystals. Uh, coming up right after this break. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. All right, we're back with geodes and rocks and crystals. What do you got? They're really interesting. So it, we're, first off, a geode is a stone with a secret in it at first glance. And they seem like they're nothing more than a gray rock that you might walk up on uh, and see like in your neighborhood. So it's like literally a normal looking rock. Yeah. Uh, and when you crack it open, that's when they reveal their inner beauty. They're like a tiny cave filled with some of the world's most spectacular and colorful crystals. Yeah. Have you ever found a geode? No. Yeah. Have you, I, like, out in nature? I have, out in, in the wilds. In um, the wilds? In the, <laughs> amongst the land. Among, um, out on the land. <laughs> well, listen, you know that I was raised... In, Small out town. On, I was raised <laughs> on the land. I was, uh, at one time, I was one with nature, and... uh not I, anymore. Not, not anymore. No, not anymore. Are you kidding me? I live in the city. Uh, no, I'm soft now. But yeah, I've I've had the opportunity to find many interesting things out in nature. And um, that's crazy. Yeah, geodes are really wild. They're super cool. I mean, it is like that. Like it looks like just a basic gray, you know, just a rock. Yeah. But then you crack that thing open, and it is something completely different. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the Earth's Easter eggs. Oh yeah, that's a great, that's a great way to yeah, it's so true. 
So these geodes, they are they come from lava, essentially, and they're formed when there's pockets of air within rocks. And this often happens after volcanic eruptions, uh, when the lava cools around air bubbles. So there's different types of geodes that we're going to talk about. So in okay. volcanic rocks, the hollow space is a result of gas bubbles becoming trapped inside of cooling magma. And these pockets leave space for groundwater to seep in. Here's the thing about groundwater. Okay. It has insane amounts of minerals in it. That's true. That's true. Yes. So what happens when water evaporates? The minerals can't go with it, so the minerals stay in the rock. Mm. And they build upon each other and start to form crystals. Okay. And this takes thousands and even millions of years for crystals to begin forming. It's kind of like a pearl inside of a, what is it? Like an oyster egg? It's an oyster yeah. you find pearls in? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's so crazy. It's like all of these things when we're talking about like earths, I guess this is like earth science, right? Yeah. This is my jam. I love this kind of stuff. This is your this is your thing? Okay, cool. Yeah. You love space. I love earth things. Right on. Um, But it's so crazy that like that right there, like these crazy geodes that are, you know, amazing to look at and find. It is the result of millions of years of of water seeping in and evaporating, creating these crystals. Yep. And then somebody can just stumble you, or you could just walk right by it and you don't even see it. And and this thing is taking it's millions so true. of years to, yeah. to form. It's, <laughs> it's like just I, this little rock. It's like Please crack me it's open. Done, it, it's done so much work over the course of so many years and we yeah. just might even miss it. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah and, and, you know, the larger the crystals are, the older the geode is. Makes sense. And so, you know, and it's the same thing in sedimentary rocks. Um, the hollow space is often formed by groundwater dissolving an existing structure within the rock. Okay. So it gets in there and flushes out of space and then... yeah. So there's different like geodes from all over the world and they have different classifications that we're going to talk about. Uh, and sometimes the cavity might form due to a fossil being dissolved or even decaying matter, leaving a gas pocket in the sediment. Oh, decaying matter. <laughs> so, Interesting. A deer getting stuck in lava you... <laughs> creates uh, a geode. <laughs> right on. <laughs> that would be... What a ge- what a, what a life cycle for that deer. Yeah, right. The, it became it, a geode. <laughs> it lived a life as a deer, fell in lava, the lava cooled over again like hundreds of thousands Around of it. years. Then that decayed and left a pocket and then more millions of years that turned into a geode. Sure. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about the formations of these crystals. So in the second okay. stage of this geode formation, minerals are deposited on the walls of the cavity, like we talked about before. And these minerals are present in hydrothermal fluids, groundwater, and other things which flow through the host rock. I like that we're calling it a host rock. Like it's, it's like a- the, the geodes are parasites. The, <laughs> like- the minerals are infecting it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the temperature or chemistry change causes minerals to precipitate out of the water. It hard so the water like leaving and everything hardens the walls of the cavity. And right. the first layer in many geodes is often chalcedony, which is a microcrystalline form of quartz. So it's usually white and it's always like the outline of the it's geode. That's like, the base. Yeah. 
for anyone out there in the world with some hard water at your house. Oh, yeah, literally. When that stuff builds up, you know, you see it on like your sinks or, or a shower or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is basically that, but inside of a rock <laughs> cavity. <laughs> literally, though. Yeah. And then, you know, this happens over and over again because cyclical changes in temperature or fluid chemistry. And so when this happens over and over and over again, you get an inward pointing of crystals that will begin to form. Fascinating. Amazing. Okay, so geodes are not found randomly here and there. Uh, Instead, they're actually found in large numbers of areas where rocks have formed in a special geochemical environment. Okay. So you're not going to... So like how Josh was saying, so Utah is very special in the fact that like so much has happened in that state geologically over time which makes sense of like why he could go out in his backyard and like find one you and i it was not my backyard i will say no yeah no not in your backyard but like on a hike on a special trip thing um you're like i don't just live in barren wasteland i I promise (laughs) i don't live in the middle of a stand sense but well to be fair when I say it's not in my backyard to other people, it might as well be in my backyard because it was maybe like a 30 minute drive outside of my town. To it's find. like in the neighborhood. Yeah, it's like we're right there, you know. But like you're not like the the way that these geodes form, you're, you're I mean, there you can go and basically look on a map if you go and like search geodes in my area or like how, where can I find geodes in my area? Like you can find them in Indiana Iowa, Michigan, Utah, like you can find them all over, but they're not going to be the beautiful geodes that you're expecting. There's a bunch of different types of geodes and we're going to talk about them uh, a little later on. So don't, when you crack one open, if you find one, don't be expecting this like beautiful, bright crystal structure (laughs) to be in your face. (laughs) Don't get disappointed. Uh, Yeah. That little rock has been through a lot. It's doing its best. It's been through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So most geodes localized are in A, stratified volcanic deposited areas such as basalt or tufts, or they're going to be in stratified sedimentary carbonated deposits such as limestone or dolomites. Dolomites. You know, there's like a diversity of environments that yield a small number of geodes. But the like it has to be a very specific geochemical environment for these rocks to form. Right. And I would bet where I grew up in Utah, um, that whole region is pretty uh, sedimentary. Yeah. So I would imagine it falls under that category Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. limestones and dolomites. You know, it's interesting, like, for you to, like, be able to classify that and, like, look at it. Because geodes form in many different ways, and they actually don't truly know. Like, what I'm telling you is what they think and how they think geodes form, but they don't actually know how geodes formed. Yeah, so there's a number of valid theories about their formation, but they don't actually know Okay. Like we know that, yes, it's like the chemical deposits of all these different minerals with water over time. But how does the water get in? How is the right. rock porous? How like it's like you can't follow a geode through its whole entire life. Right. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's like, again, we're talking about this happening over millions of years. Of course, yeah. no one has sat there and watched a rock <laughs> turn into a geode. 
Yeah. Like the shortest amount of time is like a thousand years. Like you would be passing off research for (laughs) ever, like through like so many different people. It'd be insane. Yeah. But it's interesting, you know, with every rock that you see, just remember it has a story. That sounds so. That's that's beautiful. (laughs) That is every rock has a just like every person. Every rock has a story. But it's true, though. Think about it. Like you might see like a piece of sand on the beach but what was that sand in its previous life or like what was it previously it might have been part of a mountain you know yeah yeah who knows where it came from but just remember that every rock has a story and you know there's so much special stuff that goes along with it Um, and each colored band represents an episode of agitate formation and a change in the composition of the groundwater that delivered Mm. mineral material into the geode yeah that's what's so crazy to me is like you look at these geodes and they have like all these different bands on it and it's like yeah they didn't form instantly and that shows basically how that area changed over time yeah i mean it's kind of like another example would be like the rings on a tree yeah that just represents that much time going by and what changes happened and stuff yeah like they can look at tree rings and be like oh this is when there was severe drought in the area this is when there was severe like x y like it's crazy what they can track with these tree rings yeah and layers of rock are the same way you know you can see different what it's made up of and how thick it Mm -hmm. is and you know how long did that last and all that stuff and it's insane to me every rock has a story Every rock has a story. Should that a be story to tell? Should that be the title of the podcast? I think it should be. Every rock think, has a story. Yeah, I think I need that on a shirt or something. Like, yeah, that's, that's pretty. <laughs> with a little rock smiling. Yeah, just like a cute little, or like one like a rock with a uh, googly eyes on it or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. I love that. So volcanic geodes. These are okay. the most widely known and sought after geodes, um, and they're the ones that form in areas of volcanic activity, okay. which volcanoes in themselves like i don't think people realize this i didn't realize this until i went to iceland so we went to which this is kind of cool what i'm about to say um so when we went to iceland we went to a volcanic field and these volcanoes had erupted in 2020 and 2021 oh yes i remember yes so what's cool is when can you ever look at a rock formation and be like, I'm older than that rock formation because I'm older than that lava field? Like, that's crazy. That is a, that is a very interesting thought. Yeah. Like, I'm older than this crust of this earth that was just created. Wow. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. Number two, the other crazy thing to think that we saw is after, like, we went, it's, we went in 2023, right? Yeah. The lava fields are still steaming. Oh wow! But they're not. It, it's not still active. Like it's no. Not. There's they're not actively erupting. There's no like lava chasing you, but it is still steaming. Like it is so hot that it has not cooled yet. Wow! It is still steaming underground. So when I read this and I'm like, oh well, this makes sense because it's still evaporating water off. Yeah. Every single day, groundwater, whatever water is trapped, like the gases, everything are being I, is like trapped in it and is about like it's steaming out. Like I literally yeah. watched a lava field steam. That was rock that was like a, a year, two years old. I That's mean, crazy to me. Yeah. The earth is not doing anything fast. 
No. It's, gone, it's traveling on its own timeline. Like, yeah. <laughs> it takes millions of years for something to happen, apparently. But that's just like so crazy to me that like two years later, this thing is still hot. Could yeah. you imagine your stove still being hot? <laughs> like you cooked breakfast this morning and it's like, oh, the stove is still hot. Like how much heat had to be involved yeah. for two years later? I mean, obviously like rock is a very good, um, what, insulator and container. It traps for, heat well, yeah. Yeah, it traps it in and it holds it. But still like two years and it's still steaming hot like still you can't touch it or like step yeah. on it or anything yeah that is a tremendous amount of heat it's crazy it's crazy like there's parts of it like we saw some um geologists and volcanists like checking out the area and stuff and they're like oh yeah you can't like there's areas that you still can't walk in because you'll fall into like hot lava oh my like underneath goodness. it is like still like lava like it's still like that is Hot. terrifying. <laughs> it could still is... burn you alive after two years. That's crazy to me. That is like, there's the the thing that's in, you know, it's in movies and whatever when people fall through ice on like a frozen lake. Yeah. This is like that, but 400 times worse. Fall, yeah, you, falling through the ground. You're dead. You're <laughs> dead. You're dead. Oh my goodness. That is terrifying. <gasps> Oh, it sounds so painful. It kind of makes my body like cringe. Yeah. When you said that, I just kind of like tensed up. Okay. So the voids in the basaltic lava flows often are infilled with agitate like quartz, opal, and other minerals that are delivered by hydrothermal water or the groundwater. And some voids are spaces occupied by gases that failed to escape the lava flow before the surface crusted over, which is basically what I just w was talking about. Right. So in case you're curious about where all that gas comes from, we're going to like spill into this a little bit and then we're going to like go back to geodes because it's very interesting and like important to know mm. about. So where does all the gas come from with eruptions? Also, sorry, side note, did you see that there's another volcano erupting in Hawaii right now? No, I didn't. I've been following it on YouTube because they have like a live cam. <laughs> oh, right. Sweet. <laughs> Dude, I mean, <laughs> the freaking, Okay. I, you know, I haven't seen it because I, I feel like every web page I've gone to this week has been about the uh, Titanic. So, like, I can't, there's no Ugh. other news in the world right now. And yeah, I have some hot takes on that. I do, I do too. And I was about, I'm going to drop one right here. Like, obviously, it's important news. <laughs> I don't like the, like, I don't even know what you would call it, like, memification or viral news story where it's like everyone yeah. in the world is all of a sudden this is the only thing we talk about like, it's so weird i don't understand why it became such a big thing that everyone was obsessed with i don't either i, I just don't <laughs> understand and i don't yeah I, I am with you like these people were lost at sea and i can't even imagine what that would have felt like there was like i saw something yesterday that was some like uh british news station that had a live counter of how many hours of oxygen they had left on their broadcast mm, that makes me so sick like what why would they do that that <laughs> makes so, me so sick yeah it's just so weird but i mean yeah it was a crazy thing obviously they were like the titanic is so deep and they were going mm -hmm. that deep Mm -hmm. And it's ter it's terrible what happened. Yeah. And I think now like they've they've officially come out and said that it imploded. Um, yeah. 
and the, the, they're gone. There's no, you know, they're not going to recover. It's there's nothing left. I just don't understand like the virality of how it like why did it catch on and why was it such a big thing? It's so weird. The other hot take that I had, and I said this at the end of the Snappy Science, is, and I still have this, like especially now, like that they've confirmed that they're one hundred percent dead, and, and yeah, you know, is have you seen the stuff online of like people basically making jokes at like the whole thing has been like a joke like just people yeah. making memes and i think it is so freaking rude and i've seen yeah. a couple memes as well as like i just became a a deep sea scientist like i know everything about submarines and blah 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 now and like yeah. people making memes about i don't know it's like the desensit desensitivity to it is really freaking sad if yeah. you ask me yeah. and it makes me really sick because you know whether these people paid to go down to see the titanic or not that like on board they were still doing research like they're yeah. still doing research like these are people oh it just makes me so angry because i think the general like narrative has been like oh these were billionaires you know rich people it doesn't matter who it is at the end of the day, they are still human beings that imploded yeah. in a sub thousand potentially thousands of meters under the ground, you know, under like, the ocean. People don't understand like <laughs> what your body does at that depth. Yeah, you there's nothing left. You just turn to paste and that's it. Like, okay, say a valve broke. Like, we're never really going to potentially know what happened. But if a valve yeah. broke and that thing started depressurizing, the amount of, and, like, intense pain that they would have been in would have been unimaginable. In the blink of an eye, too. Like it, And I just, yeah, like, the fact that people are making jokes about jokes. that. yeah. <laughs> just yeah. constant jokes. And, I like, I get it. Like, all of the... You know, there's all this stuff that's come out about the CEO of the company and and the, you know, blatant negligence and just awful things that he did. Like, you know, just no concern for safety and, and certain things like that. Like, that's I get that. Like, that's not yeah. uh, an excusable thing. Yeah. But, you know, there were still four other people on board and and they're all still human beings that died in a pretty horrific way. So yeah. I, I'm pretty yeah. sure one of those was like uh, someone. It was like some kind of scientist was on board as well. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. So it's like not only did we lose like other human beings and like if they were billionaires, who cares? But like we also lost a scientist. Yeah. We also lost like people that were curious about the world. Like we like I don't know. It's just like wake up and get your head out of the freaking media and. Like, not everything needs to be a freaking story. That's, like, my big thing. I don't know. It's just, like, super frustrating and, like, sad because, yeah. I don't know, there's a fishing boat that had migrants that sank in international waters. And no one, no one's talking about that? No one's talking about that. Like, we're not going to talk about that, but we're going to talk about these people. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I think, like, 100 people are dead. 100 others are like floating in the water and like there were 700 people on board. Like, come on, guys. And you know Where what's do crazy? Where our priorities lay? I haven't even heard about that. That's how crazy. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I keep up. But like I said, the whole reason this conversation started talking about a volcano in Hawaii, I haven't yeah. even seen that this week because the only thing I've seen is this freaking submersible. 
Oh, this is what really makes me mad. And I'm going to like, sorry, this might end up being coming a two part podcast about rocks. But <laughs> like what makes me so angry about the whole thing is we became fixated and fascinated about what people's death, people dying, people dying. Yeah. You didn't care about it being on a submarine. You didn't care about what they were like. You knew they were going to see the Titanic. But like, it why wasn't do you about care? That. Yeah. It wasn't about that. It wasn't yeah. about that. It was about whether or not whether or not they were going to be found and whether or not they were going to die. Yeah. Like that that is why people were so fascinated. It wasn't yeah, it wasn't about like oh these you know, these people went on an expedition to see the Titanic. That's interesting. Let me learn more about no. It was like are they going to find them dead? Are they going to be yeah. you know, are they dead? Like that's yeah. that's what it's it's so like morbid and weird. Because <laughs> it's not affecting you like the listener yeah like yeah you are disconnected from it because media is making it a certain way so you yeah. have lost all personal connection to this yeah. thing you're not thinking about the families you're not thinking about what would have happened on that submarine you're not yeah. thinking about what was happening in those moments and here's the thing no one knows what was going on on that submarine yeah not a single person and they never will like there's i like you never will. And that's what will. makes me so sick is like, you don't know what happened in those final seconds, in those final minutes, in those last couple hours. And you don't know who was scrambling, who was trying to do what. Like, oh, that's what makes me so angry about this whole thing is everyone's like so fascinated about seeing if they died, but you don't know what was happening for them to try to make it right. And, and yeah. like, I think you hit it right on the head there about like, that people are so disconnected. Like it might, this might have, this might as well have been some Netflix TV sh narrative TV show, fictional. Literally. You know, th this was this was the season finale that everyone's talking about. Literally, because, honestly, because everyone's disconnected from it. You know, no one, yeah. other than the, uh, other than obviously the heartbreaking situation of the families of the five people that were on board. Everyone else in the world that is so fascinated is completely disconnected from it. And yeah. so to them, again, it's it could have been a Netflix TV show that they were talking about. And this is how it ended. Like, it's crazy. It's like <laughs> insane to me. No, it's so true that you say that. Because then like, I think I posted on my personal Instagram over in Britain or something. They were already going live with scientists talking about submarines and talking about all this stuff and like basically creating a documentary surrounding this thing. I I did see uh like a news like a headline that they were making a documentary. Like I'm sorry, what? This is just a big cash grab. Are you coming kidding out? Me? The documentary is like out this next week. They are like yes. I don't know how they can make it. Like that is insane that they are making a documentary that fast on something that just had a conclusion, I think this morning while we're, you know, we're recording this Friday, June 23rd. Yeah. The whole thing just like really upsets me and rubs me the very much the wrong way. And yeah. I don't have an answer for it. Yeah. I just think it all sucks. It just sucks. Like it's just terrible. Like no, there's yeah. not really a good, <laughs> there's no good thing to yeah. say about it. And no, it's all bad. <laughs> anyway, tell me about this volcano in Hawaii. <laughs> uh, I don't really know a lot about it. I just know it's been erupting. Okay. This last week, like it started this last week or? 
I think it's been erupting for a minute now. Okay. Okay. But let's talk about where does all this gas come from. So magma contains a lot of dissolved gas. And when the magma ascends to the surface, the gas expands in proportion to the pressure reduction. So obviously, as it escapes, it now has like no pressure and it's just like woohoo and releases everything. So when the magma erupts as the lava flows, so much gas is released that not all of it is able to escape. So some of that gas can get trapped in the lava and produce large cavities when the lava solidifies. Which is, you see that in like, what's the, um, I think it's called like pumice stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, it's just like full of little bubbles, little holes in the rock, which would be gas that, was trapped in there and then leaked out leaked out yeah yep so other voids and solidified lava flows were produced as liquid lava flowed out after the flow was only partially solidified and these are called lava tubes and they produce some of the largest and longest geodes mm. okay mm-hmm. so like the cathedral geodes um, are branches of these lava tubes that later infilled with mineral material. And many of them have geometry of long tree branches uh, being nearly a meter in diameter and many meters in length. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Could you imagine finding one of those things? No, I don't even want to know how you find one. I don't either. But <laughs> some people do that. Probably the the volcanologists. Yeah, right? Yeah. I think a lava tube is just terrifying. Yeah, there's like those people, uh, like I think in Hawaii, there's places where you can like ride a raft through a lava tube or something. What? Yeah, it's like, I I feel like it's in Hawaii somewhere. That's crazy. That has Uh, to be a huge lava tube. Yeah, I mean, they're they're like massive underground um, tubes, but it does feel a little like sketchy, especially with Hawaii being, you know, still kind of an active situation. So geodes and sedimentary rock, which are, you know, the ones by Josh in Utah and typically anywhere that they're not volcanoes, uh, limestone, dolomite, and shale. I will say, so shale, I mean, uh, where I grew up, limestone, I mean, obviously, like, I grew up near a lot of national parks, like Zion Uh and Bryce Canyon, and that is a lot of uh, limestone. All those formations Mm -hmm. are made out of limestone. But specifically in the area near my hometown, a lot of shale, like a lot ton- of shale, tons of shale. So it is all it's all making sense. The pictures yeah. all coming together. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So in those deposits, a gas filled void can serve as an opening for geode formation. So shells, tree branches, roots and other organic material often decay away to leave a void for the formation of mineral materials. Mm, And then you can, those can be filled with quartz, opal, agitate, and carbonate materials. And these are usually smaller than geodes formed in volcanic rock. Right, yeah, like the one that I have seen, or I've seen like two, I think. And they, you Mm -hmm. know, they were maybe like a baseball size at at the biggest. Gotcha. Um, So they certainly weren't the like volcanic three meter long or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because geodes are most easily collected when their host rock has weathered away and they can occur uh, because basalt, limestone, dolomites and shale weather away so much more quickly than quartz. So quartz and chaldeny, that's what we're calling it. Uh, typically form the outer layer of the geode. Right. You mentioned that earlier where it was like the first layer is generally like a, a coating of quartz. Um, so this is just saying like 
that is what is more commonly found is instead of having a rock, you would mm-hmm. see like kind of a ball of, of quartz. Yeah, exactly. And then break that open and then you have like the crystalline structure in there, which is really cool. I, I've never that seen cool. that. I The one I have seen where they still had a layer of rock mm-hmm. on the outside. But yeah, that's cool. It's really interesting. Uh, So geodes are given a variety of names. The word geode often preceded by the name of the mineral material which filled the geode. So a gate geode or amethyst geode are really good examples. So the word geode might be preceded by a geographic or a stratigraphic name. Like the Brazilian geode. (laughs) Right. So like places it's found. Yep. Now, here's the thing. Everyone expects to find a bright, shiny geometric crystal when they open up a geode. But sometimes there are other interesting landscapes inside. Okay. Interesting landscapes. Yes. Interesting landscapes. So one of the most common finds, which geometric crystals are not present, is a geode lined with chalcedony. chalcedony. Yeah. Which is a microcrystalline variety of quartz. Gotcha. So it's just like a little, little bitty guy. And calcedony crystals are so small, they cannot be seen with an unaided eye. So in a geode, a tiny crystal or calcedony Cal- yep, yep. will attach to the wall and will be coated with a layer of tiny calcedony crystals all pointing outward from a seed crystal. And layer after layer is a positive. And the early result looks like a small hemisphere attached attached to the inner surface of the geode and these tiny hemispheres begin to grow and grow and grow one over the other and result in a landscape that looks like a pile of grapes oh grapes yes okay great (laughs) right on (laughs) yeah which is really interesting yeah yeah definitely so various varieties of quartz crystals are the most common minerals found inside a geode but calcite pyrite hemonite barite smithsonite (laughs) <laughs> and a host of other materials can be found inside. Yeah, all just all the ites. All the ites. All the- <laughs> so some minerals that form crystals can give them their beautiful color. So here's where the color comes from with geodes. Okay. So additional elements can mix their way into this the geode and mix in their own unique shade. But right, I am gives well- like. I was going to say, sorry, to cut. I was going to say, no, for those that, that don't know, because we're talking about all these geodes being made of quartz, and quartz is white. white. It's it's like a clear white crystal. Mm-hmm. So no color, obviously. You can find quartz basically in anything. Like you can walk down the street and like pick up a rock, and if it's like white looking, it's, it's quartz. Yeah, if it has little like white kind of shimmery yeah. uh, spots or whatever, that's probably quartz. In the mm-hmm. rock. Yeah. So how does it, what what gets mixed in to give it a color? So iron will give a crystal its red or purple color. Mm. Titanium creates a blue. Nickel or chromium. Chromium. Thank you. Chromium leads to green. And manganese produces a pink crystal. Okay. Interesting. It's really interesting. And so if you, this is a side note, because um, we're not going to talk about it, but if you ever come across one at a market um and it is a very very vibrant color chances are it's a fake Ooh! so geodes are very very popular for people to um fake 
in the sense that they can enhance the color by basically putting the quartz. So if they find a white one, they can put it in like a pink solution and it will like absorb that oh, color. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so if you're ever curious if it's a real one or a fake one, you can basically look at it. And if you can see like cracks and vine, like vines through like one of the rock structures, it means that it was dyed because you won't be able to see like veins or lines if it's grown naturally, if that makes any sense. Right. Because those those little cracks would just attract more of the dye. Yeah, so if like one, if there's like a crack and it looks like very, very pigmented in the crack, yeah. it means that it's it's dyed because on a rock naturally it would lose color in that area. Any geode that I've seen is it's not vi- they're not really vibrant color. No, no, it, it's no. generally more of just like a a hint of the color. Yeah. Now there are some like if you Google and you find like the biggest geodes in the world, like the ones yeah. that have been baking for basically centuries <laughs> they've, uh, they've, they've been in millions and years yeah they've been baking for a minute then you're <laughs> gonna find like some really intense beautiful colors okay but typically if you're finding one off the street or like randomly you're not gonna not gonna run into one that's super uh brightly colored interesting okay okay so before we we wrap it up i see here a mention of utah yes <laughs> on the the final thing uh, talks about talks about the the great state of Utah. So let's hear that. Yes, the Dugway geode. Okay, I'm familiar with Dugway. Are you? I am. I don't know if I've ever been there, but um, yeah, I'm very familiar. It's with one this. of the most interesting geode deposits in the United States. Okay, it's in. I think this is Ju- Job <laughs> County. Juab. 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 <laughs> Is how that would be pronounced. No, it's a it weird spelling. Yeah, it's Juab. Oh yeah, we. We're, you know how? Look, you lived here I for know. a while. You know I we're doing. Know. We do weird oh, stuff. The weirdest <laughs> things. Juab County, there Utah. You go. So between thirty-two thousand and fourteen thousand years ago, Lake Bonneville covered much of what is now Western Utah, and wave action along the shores of the lake eroded geode-bearing rhyolite flows. And Ooh. the wave action, along with the weathering, liberated the geodes from the rhyolite and deposited them several miles away in lake sediment of now what is known as Dugway Geode Beds. Okay, so from a giant yeah. prehistoric lake with yeah. lots of mineral, and yep. now there's geode beds. Yes, so today lots of people search for Dugway geodes because they're a thrill to find because yeah. they're agitate in their crystalline centers. Mm. But some of the Dugway geodes contain another hidden surprise. Oh. Trace amounts of uranium incorporated into uh-huh. the paladine, into the lining, because the geode's interior lining exhibits a spectacular lime green fluorescent under UV light. So they have uranium in them. Yes, they have uranium in them. Trace okay. amounts of uranium, which allow them to grow bright green. Google it. It's a cool looking geode. Okay. There's in, the, in the middle of nowhere, desert Utah, there's some weird stuff. And I guess there's... Uh, radioactive geodes now so it's fine we're fine that makes sense uh geodes there it is geodes and submarines oh yeah i forgot the (laughs) the little submarine tangent in the middle there yeah big Um, big tangent yeah you're right it was not little (laughs) well you know we had to talk about it 
had to talk about it. We really did. We really did. The first suiting idiot, thank you so much for writing in and suggesting that. I think it was a great topic to talk about. I I feel like we just touched the surface of of this stuff. Like we could go much deeper. Maybe one day. I like it. Maybe one day. Um, if you have a topic you want us to talk about, make sure to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and suggest it there. Or uh, you can send us an email at randomtheorypod at gmail.com. That's it. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll, we'll see you guys next week. I'm excited. Okay. Bye, everyone. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.